Welcome to the Well Woman Show, where we interview women executives, leaders, and entrepreneurs. And you're listening to the Well Woman Show, where motivated women achieve fulfillment and well-being. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. Take time for myself by coming to things like Well Woman Drinks. To be accepting of myself no matter what. Step away from judgment as much as possible. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. Just, you're going to be in for a good ride. I don't regret anything. Everything I've ever done, I've learned from it, one way or another, good or bad. Being a little bit selfish for yourself, you know, put your own oxygen mask on first and then give what's left. I'm a woman. I would prefer to, to tell my own story. My story, though it's very personal, is universal. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. And now your host, Giovanna Rossi. Hi, Giovanna Rossi here, and welcome to another episode of The Well Woman Show, where I interview women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs about their lives and their road to becoming and being who they are today. Do you ever find yourself overwhelmed with your responsibilities, and it seems like you'll never get it all done? Well, you're not alone. We all need to remember to use our superpowers, the ones we already have but don't use all the time, and take advice and wisdom from one another. Towards the end of the show, in a segment called Superpowers for Success, I ask my guest about her superpowers, and the answers will give you the strength, perspective, and power to keep on being the well woman you are. I'm so happy you're here, so thanks for tuning in. Today's topic is finding success in juggling roles, and hopefully by the end of the show, you'll be inspired to set systems in place to better use your time, change your perspective to see the strengths in juggling your responsibilities, and create an outdoor living space that suits your life. My guest today is Jill Brown, mother, wife, business owner, blogger, and founder of MyLandscapeCoach.com. Jill is an Albuquerque-based landscape architect who provides landscape coaching to homeowners, both virtually and in person. She's a licensed landscape architect, is certified in permaculture, and maintains a weekly blog with a landscape and gardening focus. Her website, mylandscapecoach.com, provides a means through which Jill teaches the community about sustainable landscapes and then coaches them to unearth their yard's potential. Today, Jill and I chat about how she manages to thrive in each of her roles. She shares some of her secrets about landscape and gardening, and we discuss some of the time-saving tips she utilizes to maintain the juggling act. The free giveaway today is Jill's top 10 tips to transform your yard. I love these tips because it gives you a quick and easy way to start working on your yard right away. Now to my interview with Jill. I'm so excited. I'm here with Jill Brown of mylandscapecoach.com. Welcome to the show. Hi, how's it going? Good. We're sitting here on a rainy day in my studio slash office with a nice hot cup of tea um, we have this un, uh, unusual wet weather, which is probably good in your business. Oh, yeah. It's great, especially because weeds, um, it's perfect for pulling weeds on a rainy day. Mm. Yeah. That is probably one of your top tips, isn't it? For yes, how for, to pull weeds. For yeah. how to pull weeds. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we can get into some of that. Um, but yeah, definitely pulling weeds after a rainy day is good because they're soft, right? Yes. Yes, and it makes it really easy to come out. You grab them by the by the um, the stems and pull them up, and the roots all come out. It's so nice. Okay, Jill, tell us about you and who you are in the world right now. Um, let's see. I am a landscape architect, 
and I am a mom of three kids, three little boys, seven, five, and three, and I am also a wife and a business owner. And you started your business while you had tiny children, and you've yeah. been growing your business as you've been raising your kids, right? Correct. Yeah. So I started my business when, uh, right after I had had my third son, I kept thinking this was just going to be too complicated to try and do a part-time job, which is what I had done for the years prior when I had my other two children. And I said, I just will do this on my own. I'll just do it out of the house on my own. Um, it'll give me more flexible time for three kids. Now, you know, we as women juggle so many things. We juggle our professional lives, our home life, you know, family relationships, and also our community leadership life. And it's a lot to to do. How how do you manage that? And and like did have you put any things in place to help you stay well while doing all of that? That's a good question. Um I guess I would say this is a very popular question I get from just my clients, in fact. They don't understand how I do it because I also have a blog and keep that up to date on a weekly basis. Um, What I've had to do as far as balancing, I'm going to say it's not balanced. Um, But what I've recently done to remain sane is to put processes in place for the kids in that we have morning routine we have a chore routine and we have, um, I'm telling them what I expect for them to be a part of our family. So they have some expectations they have to upkeep. I have expectations I have to upkeep. So I've put systems now in place for the home life. Hmm. So for the morning routine, in fact, in, as far as getting ready and getting dressed and chore charts and I've simplified breakfast. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday is a certain type of breakfast, Tuesday, Thursday, another type. So that has lately in the last three months has helped my sanity and that I'm making less decisions, right? Mm. So the decisions I'm making throughout the day are the business decisions, not are we having oatmeal or eggs this morning? Although those are important decisions to make, right? Right. (laughs) But um, have you used some of your business savvy and knowledge and applied it in your home life? Like, do you think strategically... You have done that? I mean, sure. So one, one, you know, we all probably took that StrengthsFinder 2.0 or whatever. I really enjoyed taking that. One of my strengths is is strategy. I'm a very strategic person. So sure, I think I probably put all those things into place at the home thinking if if I organize that, then everything else would fall into place. Um, but I still, I'm still having trouble managing it. I'm up most nights working and, um, but I, I wouldn't trade it because I really enjoy the flexibility. I really enjoy, uh, for instance, today I was out at the kid's school helping set up a classroom and stuff like that. So I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't have my own business. Okay. And you said that, um, you have like you tell your family what you expect do you do family meetings yet like are your kids old enough to have family meetings or do you just kind of lay out your expectations verbally well the we don't have family meetings i've not laid it out verbally 
what I did was make this chore chart with these magnets. And so there's six things they have to do every morning, which is as simple as get your water bottle, put your shoes on, brush your teeth, bring your dishes in, those kind of things. So that's been, that's what it is. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure with three boys, it's like, you know, you really have to be organized, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of like a huge firestorm every morning of craziness. They're all playing and they're up at six. They have a lot of energy. They're playing with their lightsabers. It's kind of intense. Okay. I do have a little bit of experience with that because my sister, as you know, has three boys. And so I've, I've, I've witnessed this. I I haven't lived it. I only have two kids myself, but Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely you, you have to have systems in place to, to organize them and keep everything, keep everything on schedule. But, um, we started talking about this in the context of your own wellness and like keeping, and obviously this is something that keeps you well in order to do what you do, but do you do anything else to take care of yourself? Uh, Let's see. Um, not you're shaking your head. No, I know. Wow. Don't do a lot. Okay. At this moment, I'm not doing a lot. I'm feeling like I, once I get the kids in place, then I'll get my business in line and then I'll take care of myself as far as exercise and things like that. I definitely take care of myself as far as I I think I do a good job of remaining, uh, keeping up my friendships. Mm. So that's really important to me. And that seems to take precedence than, than going for a run. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so as long as, I guess as long as I'm keeping that balanced, then I feel okay and the going for a run will come later. Yeah. It's all about priorities and choosing, you know. Right. Like, I haven't had a bath. Like, I haven't taken a bath, like a bubble bath in, I don't know, months, maybe years. Yeah, who does that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think people do. Like, I think it's a thing that people do. Just not people with small children. <laughs> right. <laughs> Running businesses. All right. There you go. Um, okay. And what you, um, when did you have like, did you ever have like an aha moment about the path that you've chosen? Like, okay, I need to do my own business and I'm, you know, got, got these kids. And like, was there a moment where you were like, this is what I'm going to do? And, and this is why. Well, so from the age of eight, I definitely knew I was going to be a landscape architect, which in my mind meant that I was going to go to an office every day and do that. Um, my father's landscape architect, so that's why I knew about the career early on. But I literally had told almost everybody I knew that I would never own my own business. So, and in fact, when I told my husband that I wanted to start my own business, he thought I was crazy because he said, well, wait, we always talked that you would never do that because it would be so much work. But I, so I guess I had the aha moment in that, um, I just got, I just got the strength to be able to do this on my own. I had clients contacting me and I thought, well, if they're already contacting me and I don't even have my own business, then they must believe enough in that. Um, I'm capable of doing that, doing the work by myself. So that's kind of when I took the leap of faith and thought would only 
it, it would only be a beneficial thing in the flexibility for the three kids because my husband works full time. So somebody in the family needed to have flexibility to get kids to school and, and all that stuff. So when you had that moment and you thought, okay, I'm going to start my own business, did you think I'm going to build a landscape architect agency or did you think I'm going to build a lifestyle that gives me income, but I can still have all the flexibility because they're two really different things. Mm, I think I just thought I was going to build a landscape architecture agency. And then as I started so in starting my own business, I said, okay, I figured I'd just do traditional landscape architecture, which is clients hire me to do commercial work, to build playgrounds for schools and things like that. I do that work. I get paid. That is what I thought I would be doing. Um, what When I started the, my own business, I was apparently talking about it a lot. And when I started talking with friends and family that lived here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, they would all have trouble with their yard and they would say, oh, you have your own business now. Could you just come to my house for an hour and can I just ask you some advice about this, about that, about this, which they never really did when I worked for a firm, but they tended to do it when I had my own business. Well, the more I would go volunteer and and hang out with them and answer their questions, the more I realized there was this need for what I'm calling myself as a landscape coach. There's a need for somebody, for for homeowners, for somebody to just come in, for homeowners to be like, hey, here's the yard. You got any ideas for me? I need help. I need guidance. And it was after a summer of listening to all these people say this, I, that is when I had a light bulb moment of, wait, why can't I just do that? Even though it's not a traditional thing landscape architects do, why can't I do that? What 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 stops me from doing that mm. so that's when i created well that's when i decided to write a, to start writing a blog geared toward homeowners in that the i knew a blog would then provide me uh, the expertise so even though i i know i'm an expert at what i do because i've done this work for uh, 16 years a reg, a homeowner wouldn't know that cuz there, there's nothing they could see except a website with my work on it. But a blog then provides information to them about what they're struggling with. So that's when I started writing the blog and came up with what I, my product, one of my products called uh, a landscape coach plan, which is where I go for an hour, hang out with the client either online um, or on their, in their, in their yard. And we go over all their issues. And then I get back with them with a landscape plan and a plant list and a Pinterest board. Okay. And you can find, people can find you at um, mylandscapecoach.com and also on social media at? Social media um, on Instagram over at mylandscapecoach. And um, on Facebook, they can find me by typing in uh, brown, green, and more, mylandscapecoach. Okay. And um, so what are the top things that people ask you about? doing in their yard most people ask me uh, most people are just struggling with where to even begin so people that have just moved into a new home and they have a dirt yard a lot as you know since we both live in Albuquerque it's really hard to grow here because we get only about eight inches of rain which you wouldn't know it from today since we said it was a rainy day today Um, 
And eight inches of rain makes it hard place to, to grow your everyday stuff that you're used to, whether if you've come from another city. So it's a unique type of plant material that grows here. And we have a lot of transplants. So a lot of people have trouble with that. And they their plants are dying or they're not as green as they would think. So that's a question. So where do I even begin? What plants do I even use? And is there any hope? Like, that's a huge one. Like, is this even going to get better? Right. And also a lot of people want to create a nice, relaxing, like, space to, to be in outside. Right, right, like an outdoor living space. Yeah. I know, because New Mexico is an amazing place to, we can be outdoors most of the year, and we have such cool, crisp evenings. And, and now as the fall comes upon us and the temperatures get nice and cool, we can be outside with bonfires and stuff. There's, I mean, there's, it's amazing here. Mm. It's gorgeous. So yes, I do get a lot of that. Okay. And you have something called the top 10 tips to transform your yard and you're going to share that with our listeners. Yes, of course. Okay, great. So people can go to, um, the website and, uh, we'll have a link there for this show and then we'll have the top 10 tips to transform your yard from Jill Brown. Mm Um, and what else did what other kinds of, are there any other tips that you want to highlight from that? From the top 10 tips mm-hmm. to transform your yard? Yeah. So I, the first tip is to declutter. And so this, this actually happens a lot of times when I go to a client's home, they, they are stressed out by their yard because they're there on a daily basis. Now I am not because I just got there. And so I can see the potential and they just always they just see tons of faults. Mm-hmm. And more ten times nine times out of ten, what what is bothering them is just clutter. So just like in your home, a lot of people don't like to have a lot of clutter. Or if you're you know, if you had kitchen if you had um, plates all over your kitchen, that would just get annoying after a while. So you wouldn't believe it, but if you walked outside a lot of people have old pots, rakes laying around, all those types of things. So the first thing we do, and, and I literally will physically do it when I'm in the yard, is to declutter. Hmm. So that's the first tip. And to just sort, get um, get rid of items that you don't need. We hide tools in a, in a, you know, in an organized place out of sight. So that when they come out in their yard, they're not looking at all this work they have to do. And, oh, if I, I need to fill that pot because there's always empty terracotta pots. I need to fill that pot one day. Just move the pot out of the way. And then there's one less thing to do. Just move the pot. Yeah. <laughs> Get it from out of your sight. Oh, that's a good one. Um, okay. And um, Jill, I wanted to go into our segment called Superpowers for Success. And mm-hmm. yeah, the first question is, what does success in life mean for you? Hmm. I think what we talked about in the beginning of the balance, I am the balancing of all this and being happy with where, with my family and enjoying them on a day-to-day basis and not rushing for the next day and the future and the next meeting and the next thing. So that balance of that family continuing to build community, whether it's friendships or neighborhood community and school community, and um, our faith and the faith community and the and my business so can just continue to feel like I'm contributing you know in that in that part of my life and 
Yeah, balancing all of those things. I mean, that's what we're striving to do. And you feel like you will have achieved success if you if you can do that. And you right, say that... Like, they can't be equal. Yeah. They're, like, always going to be... I'm always going to be juggling them, but in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And I feel like if that... If I, on a daily basis, continue to do that, then that's success. Like, Yeah. And, I mean, going back to this thing of, like, you don't do anything for yourself yet you know like you don't go for a run or I don't take bubble bath I I think that we do other things like you really thrive with from your friendships is what you're saying so that's how you take care of yourself so I think you are taking care of yourself it's just not always in the traditional sense of like self-care yeah I think I yeah I would agree it's you know there's always that one thing you're like I wish I did that more I wish I did that more yeah which is probably the running or whatever. Yeah. I mean, the good news is ski season's coming upon us. I was and gonna say. Yeah. So we'll be spending every weekend skiing as a family. Oh. And that'll be exercise. Check family, check exercise, yeah. check bonding, all off the list. Right. Yeah. It's a win win. <laughs> I feel so sorry for you. I know, right? <laughs> That's great. Um, okay. Uh, the next question is um, When did you know you were really good at what you do? Like, when did you really know that? in your heart and mind? That's a great question. It's been more recent. In in fact, um, I mean, I guess I always had an idea that I've done this for so long. I just, I I know how to do it, but you forget that everybody else doesn't. And so in fact, it's been working with homeowners and for 11 years, 11, 12, 13 years, I did not work with homeowners. I just did commercial and municipal work. So working with homeowners, I get a lot of positive feedback. And um, I see just their, they get, they light up with the excitement of like, whoa, I never would have thought of that. That is what kind of the light bulb moments of like, oh, I actually do have something to contribute yeah, so it wasn't the years of working for a firm. It was like no. when you did your own thing. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I would have never been able to predict that. And Jill, describe one personal habit that contributes to your well-being. One. My list making, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a big list maker, and I. What have do you use for making lists? Paper and pencil. <gasps> it's horrible. What? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. So many people who have apps for lists. I know. I have those too. I yeah. just never look at them. No, just paper and pencil, and like, what? What am I doing this week? What is my goal? That's that's huge. Well, whether it's what is the meal plan for the week? Mm-hmm. Just that's, yeah, that would be it. Okay, that's cool. Keeps um, me sane. Yeah, we, we've recently started doing visuals with our kids where they get to see the calendar and make we make lists and they help, my first grader helps, you know, write the, the list. And it's nice because you can see like, okay, right. we have, you know, six days until whatever thing that he's looking forward to and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> you can visually, yeah, well, I'm a visual thinker, so that would really benefit me. Mm-hmm. Um, and what superpower did you discover you had only to realize it was there all the time? 
and I know you have a lot of them. So it's nice of you to say. <laughs> um, I mean, I think I'm really personable, and maybe I just didn't give myself enough credit for that. But now that I have all these clients and a lot of community groups that I'm interacting with, whether it's for business or or the kids' school or or just friendships, that I find that um, that's been, I guess, a superpower, as you say, that um, that I enjoy. You know, I enjoy being able to remember, you know, talk to people and listen to them and, and, um, yeah, just enjoy those relationships. Mm, yeah. Be a good connector. Yeah. <clears throat> good communicator. Well, I figure if Wonder Woman can have a lasso of truth, then, you know, you we can have our stuff too. Yep. The lasso of truth. <laughs> um, all right. And, what about, um, what book would you recommend right now? Like either a book you're reading right now or just something that's awesome that you think pe- that you want to share? Hmm. I guess it would depend on what you're into right now. I mean, right now I'm really into business development and running a business and all of that kind of well, stuff. Well, like what business book would you recommend? Right. I, yeah. Let's go to that Strength Finders 2.0 since I brought it up earlier. Mm-hmm. That's a really good book for a business owner just so you, or for really anybody because you just know they give you your your top three strengths. And when I did that years ago, I realized, oh yeah, you're right. And how can I continue to use those? Because you can't always, um, your weaknesses, you can get help with those. Your strengths, that's what you should be doing, you know, on a daily basis, whether it's with your family, your community, or your, um, you know, or your business. Mm. And how is that different, that StrengthsFinder 2.0? Is, is that different from the um, other kinds of strengths tests that I'm like forgetting the names Meyer of? Briggs yeah, the Meyer-Briggs and the... Briggs and, um, and the Enneagram. Oh, the Enneagram. Yeah, no, it's just, it's five top strengths, and the top three are the ones that... Um, it. So it talks about, like, strategic, inclusion, knowledgeable, powerful. Those are the types of things... Okay. It uses as compared with um, what are some of those Meyer Briggs ones. So it's a little different, and I just resonated more with it um, because it, yeah, it just had me thinking. Oh, yeah, I'm, I am a strategic person. So it it doesn't give you a category like a number. It doesn't put you into mm-hmm. an eight like the Enneagram or a nine. It puts you into these are the three things you're really good at, and um, and how to work with people, how to work with other people, you right. know. And did did your husband take this too, or a, a cl- people no, close actually. to you? Oh, that would be a great that idea. That would be so interesting, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I know that it's it's fun to do those things and then have your cl- people close to, with you do them too. Right, because then you could work together. Mm. Okay, last question: What advice would you give your twenty five or thirty year old self? Um, well, I'm I'm only thirty eight. So what would I have given? Or maybe like your 20 or 25-year-old self. Yeah, 25-year-old self. Um, I probably would have said just don't stress about it all. It's going to be okay. Because I I think I used to work 60 and 70 hours a week at my job. Um, But do you think if you hadn't done that, you you would be where you are? I probably wouldn't be where I was today. You're probably right. I probably needed to be that person. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because it's like we want to give our younger selves this advice, but actually, maybe not. Yeah. 
yeah, probably, and I don't know what advice would I have given them. In what I know today, the knowledge I know today, children are difficult. (laughs) (laughs) But so worth it. And we love them. So worth it. For you kids listening, we we love you. It's just really hard. Yes. (laughs) It's hard and challenging and uh, amazing. So much joy. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, I've been speaking with Jill Brown of mylandscapecoach.com. And you can find all the links at wellwomanlife.com. And um, thank you, Jill, for being on the program. Thanks for having me. It was fun. That's it for our show today. I've been speaking with Jill Brown, landscape architect and coach, mom of three and weekly blogger, and founder of mylandscapecoach.com. I spoke with Jill about her decision to become a business owner, how she juggles her many roles, and tips and suggestions for transforming your yard. You can get Jill's free top 10 tips to transform your yard at wellwomanlife.com slash 029 show. Our monthly live event, Well Woman Drinks, brings together women to share our successes and challenges as leaders, moms, aunts, sisters, and all the other roles we carry. If you'd like to attend a Well Woman Drinks near you, or if there isn't one in your city yet and you'd like to start one, email me at info at wellwomanlife.com. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment and subscribe in iTunes. And while you're there, leave a review. This helps raise visibility for the show, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week for you. You can also continue the conversation in the Well Woman Life community group at facebook.com groups slash wellwomanlifecommunity. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening today, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wellwomanlife. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.